God gave you 100,000 watts of power, but it's up to you to put them to work. This is the John Adams Radio Show, bringing you truth, justice, and the American way of making money. I'm John Adams, seated firmly in the free enterprise chair, speaking directly into the golden EMR microphone. This is Excellence in Money Radio. Coming to you live from the home office in beautiful Decatur, Georgia, thence 9.3 miles in a northwesterly direction, to our flagship station, AM920, The Answer, thence 23,300 miles directly into outer space, this week affiliates, SATCOM 5, thence rebroadcast all across the fruited plain to our vast EMR radio network, this week... 331 stations plus the island of Guam. And we are delighted to have you with us. It's Open Line Sunday, coast to coast with John Adams on the weekend. We're here to take your calls. If you uh, want to call up and say John stinks, we'll uh, let you do that. We'll talk about it. If you want to call up and say John's great, you can do that. We'll talk about it. Whatever is on your mind, normally this show is about what I think. Some of you have been described as mind-numbed robots, but that's not true. But this show normally is about what I think, except on Open Line Sunday, where it's about what you think, whatever is on your mind. You want to talk about selling houses? I'd love to. You want to talk about home inspectors that kill deals? I'd love to. You want to talk about interest rates, restructuring? I'd love to. You want to talk about the tenant from hell? I'd love to. By the way, I've had the tenant from hell. We'll talk a little about that later. And if you'd like to get in line, it's 404-371-8000, 404-371-8000, or coast to coast, I'll pay for the call at 888 2665. That's 888-920-2665. As always, I am joined by senior network engineer, vice president and chancellor of the exchequer of the John Adams Institute for Advanced Money Study. Weren't you also promoted to chancellor? Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if I was demoted midweek because you left it out. (laughs) No, 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 Chancellor. I, 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 it's just that it's just that your title has bloated so much. There's there's been some title bloat going on. We have on. initials now. I know. Titles. I know. As opposed to me, mine's very simple: Senior Fellow and Distinguished Research Professor at the Atlanta-based nonprofit Institute for Real Estate Policy. That's still a mouthful. I know that, but see that 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 trips right off the tongue when you're on NPR. Right. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Joining us now live from Atlanta, Senior Fellow and Distinguished Research Professor at the Atlanta-based Nonprofit Institute for Real Estate Policy, John Adams. Yes, that's correct. Hello. Why do they always whisper? I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> but they do. I mean, they, they do, yes. Oh, yeah. I, and I don't understand that. And the other thing, uh, well, I won't make fun of personalities. <laughs> okay. That's not fair. We won't do that. Um, let's see. Chung King Hot Pot. Mm. Did you get that, Mike? Um, 
working on that. I would I would write this down if I were you. Okay. C H O N G Chung Chung Q I N G, which I assume is King. Q I N G Queen King. Well, there's no U. Right, King. Okay. Chung King Hot Pot. Hot Pot. This is my new favorite Chinese restaurant in Metro Atlanta, a city of six million people, and this is it is un. Believable. Now, this is not a high-level dining experience. This this is not um, Nikolai's roof. But in fact, it's in a food court in a strip Chinese shopping center in Shambly, two blocks off Buford Highway. But you want good food? Holy mackerel, Kingping! I would go to. Yelp.com and enter Chongqing Hot Pot and just start reading the reviews. And then you'll have to go there immediately, and the food is that good. And it's cheap. And you get lots of it, and it sets your mouth on fire like you didn't believe was possible. And I've been eating Chinese food not only in Atlanta but all over the world. Did you know that the Chinatown in New York City has the largest concentration of Chinese outside of mainland China in the world? I think she believes it. That's true. I mean, <laughs> yes. it, there's a lot. Of, it's, it's a big place, and there are a lot of Chinese folks. And you can go for blocks and have stores with you don't know what the sign says, which sort of makes me a little nervous. But yeah, seriously, well, you never know what they're <laughs> going to be selling in there. You know, it's like, the, it's like buying a can of uh, can with no label at the at the grocery store. You're <laughs> not kidding. Hey, I'll take this. Uh, could mm. be anything. It could be anything, but forty nine cents. That's a bargain. <laughs> you get home and it's rutabagas. <laughs> South, you can't eat rutabagas. You know, if you eat rutabagas, you get South Georgia rutabaga fever. So, I don't know. All right, uh, let's talk about what's going on. Uh, we're going to have a very special guest call in just a few moments. In fact, is our given that this is a high-energy New York-style radio show, Mike, do we have our special guest available yet? Uh, he has not called yet. I know exactly right. who you're talking about, Ben. Okay, I, all right. Well, I'm, I'm waiting his call. All right, well, he'll, he'll call soon, but we are going to solve some computer-type problems today. In the meantime, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll do our interest rate check, and then we will talk about a strategy for making money. I, I want you to think about a strategy for retiring in the next 10 years and never having to work a job again. And if that's attractive to you, don't spin that dial. Stay right with us. Hey, it's John Adams on demand 24-7 at money99.com. We've got a big seminar coming up Wednesday, Thursday, a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at the Marriott Century Center the Ramada in Marietta, and the Neymar Realtor Center in Duluth called Landlord Survival Training. 
and we'll be right back after this brief message in generating obscene profits. We'll be right back. All right, Roy Orbison brings us back. I am so proud because this week on Tuesday evening at the Marriott Century Center at 7 p.m., then again on Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. at the Ramada Marietta on Delk Road. Then again Thursday morning at Northeast Atlanta Metro Association of Realtors. I have the pleasure of presenting a seminar called Landlord Survival Training along with one of my faculty members at the John Adams Institute for Advanced Money Studies, and he joins us on the line. It's Dr. Tyler Jones. Hello, Tyler. At least I was hoping he would join us. Hello, John. Oh, there, there he is. is. <laughs> Pay attention. How are, you, how are you, my friend? I'm excellent. How are you? If I were any better, it would be a violation of the rules and regulations of the Georgia Real Estate Commission. Wouldn't want that. No, 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 no. They they would come down on me with with both jackbooted feet, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows that I'm saying that in jest because I have a lot of respect for the commissioner. I have a lot of respect for the associate commissioner, or the deputy commissioner, I should say, and I have a lot of respect for the chairman of the commission, who's a friend of mine, Paul Brower, and his lovely wife, Sheila, of course, but she's not on the commission. So that being said, see, I had that was all a disclaimer, Tyler, to get me out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's going to call Paul Brower and say, did you hear Adams trash you on the radio? And then I'll get called up before the commission. Tyler, I one of the things that you have enlightened me on and I'm just amazed at uh, is that the platform is not nearly as important as it used to be. When you and I were on the radio at the ex-wife, it was all about did you have an Apple machine or did you have an IBM PC style machine? Did you have a an iPad or did you have an Android tablet? What and and at that time, it was sort of a, there's just no middle of the road. And what has happened, and one of the things you teach is that Google, among others, has sort of risen above that. Would you take just a second, because you're talking right now to a lot of small business people, and and whereas we used to have to have like a server and, and uh, uh cabling and all this uh, and and 10 or 15 workstations there's other ways to do that now that really benefit the small business person you do this every day would you tell us a little about it yeah you're absolutely right john it is a completely different world than it was 10 or 15 years ago and a lot of that is because of the advent of the cloud 
And that's a term we've heard a lot about in the last few years, and it's a little bit nebulous. So let me explain to everybody kind of wait, 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 wait. Did you what, 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 what? Did you just say that the cloud was a little bit nebulous? <laughs> Is that one of the great understatements of our time, John? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it could be nebulous or it could be cumulus. It might even be stratus. It's definitely nebulous. Soundbite okay, of the year us. right there. Yeah, soundbite of the year. Flag the tape, Roy. All right. What? Uh, I apologize, but I had to call you on that because it was just <laughs> slipping past. There, there, uh, Tyler, everybody is up in Smyrna saying, what's he talking about? What's he talking about? <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get back to the cloud because I don't even understand what the cloud is. And all I hear now is, oh, it's in the cloud. It's in the cloud. What does that mean? Well, that's a great question, and that's really the, the crux of what this all means. So basically, the cloud is a lot of different things. If you've ever watched a movie on Netflix, if you've ever done any online banking, if you've ever sure. shared a file in Dropbox, those are all cloud technologies. What the cloud means is it's the ability to add a service. It's the ability to watch a movie, to do banking, to run an application without having to buy software, without having to add infrastructure, without having to have a server or things like that. So it's the ability to consume a service without having to buy anything long term. You're basically renting the storage and the service that you need. And okay. so for small business owners, that really means you can do a tremendous amount of stuff without upfront capital costs, without having to buy a server, without having to buy expensive infrastructure, without having to buy software. You can basically rent it as you go and consume only the parts you need, which makes it much more cost effective and lets even the smallest business have a much bigger presence online. That's exciting. And what well, I think what I'm hearing you say is that even a small business, even a one-man or, or mom-and-pop operation can now take advantage of some of the tools that 10 or 15 years ago maybe only big corporations could afford. Absolutely. I'll give you a prime example, John. We're dealing with a sole proprietor just this week. We've started getting her set up. She's in media relations. She works independently. She has a lot of contractors who work for her, and she wants right. to have a, a real big presence. She wants to be very visible. She wants to come across very professionally, and these are important things. But she doesn't want to spend a lot of money, and that's what all small business owners are after. Sure. The more you're spending on this stuff, the less you're having in profit. Let's face it, we're that's all right. in this to make a profit. That's so right. It lets you get a very big online presence, have literally an unlimited amount of storage online in a highly secured encrypted environment have a professional email address at your domain name whatever that may be but let you do it all incredibly cost effectively for as little as ten dollars per user per month you're never wow. going to beat that wow and 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 this is all in lieu of what we used to think of as a small office would have a server with lots of cabling and that was very expensive, and then you'd have all these workstations. But in addition to that, you had to have somebody come once a month to maintain it and make sure it was working properly. That's all being absorbed by who? By this cloud technology, and you're absolutely right, John. This eliminates all of those expensive overhead administrative costs. It removes all of that heavy upfront capital investment. It lets wow. you get started in a small business for a minimal investment. And again, maintain that and grow it and shrink it as you need to be able to be responsive to your business. Tyler, if I'm a small business person listening to this right now, I may be a real estate professional. I may be uh, an attorney or let's just say a plumber. And I run a very small plumbing operation. It's me and my son in our truck. 
Um, but I would like to learn more about this and how I could potentially employ some of these ideas in my business. Is that something that your company does? And if so, how can people reach you? Absolutely, John. That's the heart of what our business does. And really, we tailor every solution to exactly what that individual business needs. One of the things we talk about all the time is that our IT solutions are based around our customer's business, not our own. So we're absolutely capable to come out. We'll actually talk to any customer. We'll come out and do an assessment of their needs. Absolutely no charge, no commitment. We'll do that anytime they like. You can reach our office at 678 Seven one nine nine six seven one, or online at CarmichaelConsulting.net. CarmichaelConsulting.net. All right, we need to. Uh, it, 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 as you know, um, I talk a lot about obscene profits because I like them. Absolutely. And and so we're now going to take a very short break and generate some obscene profits, both for the Excellence in Money Radio Network and Salem Broadcasting. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you to help us understand what the heck is all the brouhaha, that's one of my favorite words, <laughs> brouhaha about Windows 10. Absolutely. So, uh, 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 prepare yourself for the onslaught. <laughs> All right. we're, folks, we're going to take a short break. Tyler Jones of CarmichaelConsulting.net is not only our special guest today, but he's going to be teaching one of the segments in Landlord Survival Training because I am convinced that part of successful landlording today is learning how to use uh, internet technology, computers, the the right kinds of applications to make your business more profitable. And that's why I'm so thrilled to have Tyler on. Tyler, we'll talk about that, too, when we come back. We're going to take a very short break. Please don't touch that dial. And during this break, call a friend, tell them to tune in for the rest of the show, and then go directly to money99.com and sign up for our seminar. I'm John Adams. We'll be right back. I want to stop And thank you, baby Yes, I do How sweet it is To be loved by you Feel so fine All right, folks, you're listening to Coast to Coast with John Adams on the weekend 331 stations plus the island of Guam. Let not your heart be troubled, for I am here. It's Open Line Sunday. We're talking about what's on your mind. I'm going to go real quick to Ryan, who is following up on Henry County, before we get right back to Tyler Jones from CarmichaelConsulting.net, who's going to talk to us about Windows 10. But first, I've asked for a special report from Ryan, who called a week or so ago with uh, some issues on dispossessory. Ryan, are you with me? Yes, I am. Great. Thank you for taking the time to, to call because I wanted to just follow up. Real quickly in a nutshell, would you remind our listeners where we were last time you and I talked? Yeah, I filed a dispensary, dispensary warrant um, process. They yep. issued that warrant. She was given seven days to give a response. She did not. And at the time, I did not follow up with getting the judgment. And you said, right. well, you need to go do that. 
Well, and, and there was uh, some question as to whether or not you'd be able to at this point. Right. And I said, well, it's certainly worth it, you know, trying because if we can get that judgment, even if they're in another state, we can record that judgment with their social security and date of birth if we have it and their full name and last known address, and that will probably make it onto their credit report and stay there for up to 10 years. So here's the question, Ryan. Did we get good luck or bad? It was good luck. As long in Henry County, as long as you file for the default judgment within 30 days, you will get great. that judgment. Great, great, yeah. great. How much are you going to get? Do you know yet? Uh, for that, that was last month's rent and some legal fees. It's twelve hundred dollars. Fantastic! All right, Ryan, you and I need to go have a Paps Blue Ribbon at Manuel's Tavern <laughs> to celebrate. I mean, as you can see, I'm a big spender, but yeah. that's great because I here's what I predict is going to happen: if you will, then once you get your judgment and it's signed by the judge or the clerk or whoever signs it, if you'll go and have that recorded and make sure that just typed on it is full name of the individual uh, or, or the defendant, the uh, last known address, date of birth, social security, that will be picked up by all three of the credit repositories. And when they go in five years, let's say they get back on their feet in five years, and they go to maybe buy a car and they want to get a car loan, they're going to have to call you and deal with this. Okay. By the way, another and thing I want you to make sure you do is on the face of the judgment, you need to write your contact information. Because okay. what will happen is in five years, uh, she will say, oh, I don't owe that. That was taken care of. Well, she can't just say that. And so she'll go to an attorney or, or whoever's trying to loan her money will have their attorney contact an attorney in Henry County, pull a copy of the judgment, and send it to them. And if, okay. as long as it has your contact information on it, that's when you're going to get the phone call. And that's when you say, yes, I'd like a certified check for $1,200 plus interest, please, at a rate of this amount, whatever. And I bet you there's a pretty good chance you're going to see some of that money. Okay. So when you, I, you, when you say record, go ahead. when you say record, yes. do I need to go yes. back to Henry County? And Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And that will be in Henry County because that's where the property is located. That's where the judgment was issued, and that's where you will record it. And okay. ask the different counties have different procedures, but if you'll simply ask the clerk of superior court, how can I record this judgment so it will go on their credit report, and where can I write on here? And basically what I normally do is just write um, um, uh, plaintiff, John Adams, P.O. Box 98, Decatur, Georgia, 30030, and my phone number. And if you want to put an email address, that's fine too. But what will happen is when they when they shoot the, when they record that to go in the permanent records, uh, that information will go along with it, of course, so that when uh, the defendant pulls it in five or seven or ten years, uh, it'll be there, and they'll know how to get in touch with you to satisfy that thing. And they're going to have to pay you off, uh, or that will stay with them. And by the way, at the end of ten years. Uh, you need to be aware that that judgment will lapse. You can renew it 
without having to go back to court for another 10 years. So, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sorry, this woman stole money from you. Yes, exactly. Well, you deserve <laughs> to get it back if we can find her. So <laughs> she's she's wanting the American dream like everybody else, and I hope she finds it. But she's going to have to pay Ryan in order to get it. How about that? Sounds great. All right. I Ryan, one you more question. Yes. Okay, real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, if, if and you had mentioned that I could, uh, in the, like in the future, if I have to charge hours that I use to do work, what's a satisfactory hourly rate that you could charge as a as a the, the property manager? Well, uh, you can charge for what it would cost to have that work done professionally. So, for example, okay. let's let's say you are handy with um, uh, replacing a toilet. Okay, and you want to replace it yourself. Well, there's no reason you can't do that. You do not have to hire a licensed plumber to replace a, a, or fix a leaky toilet, but you certainly can put a charge against the security deposit for toilet repair due to damage beyond normal wear and tear, and the normal cost of that would be uh, maybe $150 for a plumber. You don't actually have to have spent it. And a lot of tenants think if you didn't actually spend it, you can't charge for it. That is not true. Okay. Okay? okay? So All right, Ryan. Yeah. You win the, the John Adams and Tyler Jones uh, Memorial Award for persistence and for getting your money back. And I want to hear from you that you have gotten that thing recorded, and we'll have one more celebration then. And then the next celebration will be when the money comes in. How about that? Sounds great, John. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Hi, thanks, Ryan. Congratulations on that. All right, before we go to our break, and I appreciate people that follow up like that, uh, let's go back to Tyler Jones because, real quick, I want to ask him about Windows 10. I have never seen such a public commotion. I have two questions. Should I con upgrade to Windows 10 while it's free? And two, what the heck happened to Windows 9? <laughs> Well, actually, John, I think the best answer to your second question came from my kids, which said that 789, um, the serious answer to that is Microsoft decided to skip Windows 9. There is no Windows 9 forthcoming. <laughs> Windows 10, however, is free, as you alluded to. And actually, there are a lot of answers to that question. So let me give you the short answer to that. Okay. And the long right, answer, we're going to provide it a free lunch and learn, John. Oh, Great. Carmichael Good. Consulting Solutions, my company, is going to host a free lunch and learn on September, want to guess it, 10th. We're 10th? going to talk about the top 10 things you need to know about Windows 10 on September 10th. Now, Ooh, I want to come. I want to come. That, there is actually, John, such a thing as a free lunch, and we're going to host it. That's going to well, be held uh, at the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce offices, and we're going to be hosting that. You can find out more information about it on our website. We'll be posting the invitation this week, and we would love to include your listeners. And you can find that again at well, carmichaelconsulting.net. All right. Well, I want to come. So put me down because Absolutely. I'm top ten things that you need to know about Windows 10. All right. Okay, well, give us to come if you'll promise to bring Margie with you. Okay. <laughs> that's my only redeeming value. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. Now, tell us about just the short version on Windows 10. What's the scoop? All right. 
So the short version is that it brings the, the biggest thing that most users have, and we've had a lot of users who wound up with Windows 8 in the last couple of years, it brings back the start button, John. The thing that Microsoft had trained us to use for the last 20 years and then got rid of, they realized they needed to bring back. So the start button is back. That makes Windows easy to use again if you're Good. using a keyboard and mouse like the vast majority of us are. Yep. Yep. But yep. it's also got some great new features as well. It actually runs on most computers faster than Windows 7. Windows 8 was actually huh. pretty good under the hood. It was just using it wasn't very good. Yeah. But they've kept that in place, and Windows 10 is actually a great performer. It introduces a new browser that replaces Internet Explorer, which had had its own heap of issues. Uh, it brings its own voice assistant, kind of like Siri if you have an iPhone, but for okay. Windows yep. called Cortana. And it's really impressive. Oh. So there are a lot of great features. That's going to take us a full hour of lunch and learn to cover everything. But yeah. there are some great features. Now, the downside. With any big new operating system, there are going to be lots of issues. If you have one computer and it is the one you use to conduct your business and your personal stuff, don't upgrade yet. We're not quite okay. there. Okay. If you've got a spare machine that you want to experiment with, absolutely, go ahead. We're Microsoft partners. We've been using it in its pre-release status for several months, and we've had a lot of good experiences. But there are still some kinks to work out. So we'll talk about all of that. The good news is if you've already upgraded and you're having a lot of issues, you can roll back to your previous version of Windows, be it oh. 7 or 8.1, really easily. There's a way to kind of undo Windows 10 okay. if you realize eh, it's not quite where I need it to be yet. You can get back okay. to where you started from very easily. Is there anything that you've seen so far that's, like, dangerous about it? I mean, it, it's it's not – I know anytime you have a new major – upgrade to an operating system, you're going to have some bugs and things. But it sounds to me like they've done a pretty good job of testing this in beta, and the product that's out there now is, is a fairly mature product. It is, and, and for the most part, particularly for um, standardized equipment, so if you bought a machine from Dell or HP or somebody like that, yeah. those machines tend to be the most reliable with the upgrade. If you have a yeah. machine you built yourself, there may be some issues there, and sometimes they're significant because hardware isn't yet supported, uh, and that's right. where you tend to run into the most issues is in, in homemade machines. Okay. Okay. But for big corporate okay. machines, they have by and large been very stable, and again, Good. there are some great new features in Windows 10. Is there any danger in your mind that Microsoft – I got an email from them yesterday saying, ooh, you should do this today because it may revert to the $199 price tomorrow. That's right. Is well, it, you've got a year to act on this. And so all okay. of us who have Windows and run it on a daily basis have seen that little Windows icon down in the bottom right corner of our screen. Yes. That's telling you that the free upgrade is available. They are rolling it out in kind of chunks. They obviously didn't want the hundreds of millions of uh, Windows sure. users to try and all download it on the same day. Sure, sure. So if you click on that, they'll notify you when it's available. You do have until July of next year to claim that free version of uh, Windows. Okay. So and after it wouldn't... that, yes, it will go to a paid upgrade. But at this point, if if I just decided, look, I'm a very small business. My entire business is on my laptop, basically. Yes. And I, I'd feel better, I think, waiting until, um, when did you say, September the 10th? Oh, you've actually got until July of next year. No, 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 but I want to come to your oh, yeah, free yeah. luncheon. Yes, yes, absolutely, yes. So, okay. September 10th. September 10th, I can get a lot of my questions answered there, and I, I certainly can wait till then to make a decision. And even if I do and decide it's not my cup of tea, I'm hearing you say I can roll it back without having to have an act of Congress or something. Absolutely, absolutely. And the okay. one piece of advice we always give every user before they do any major upgrade, doesn't matter if it's Mac or Windows or anything else, 
make sure you have a good backup of your important data before you do any major upgrade. This is one of the things that I'm going to ask you to talk about this week at our Landlord Survival Training. So many agents, Tyler, have run their, essentially, they're all their business on their laptop, and then they do like some idiot I know and spill a glass of Chardonnay on it. <laughs> and bingo. I know, I know. And, and it's that you're out of business, essentially. Yep. And one of the things, I got a new machine. It's not new. It's a refurb Lenovo. I got the steal of a deal from Newegg. And uh, because I have been following your advice, all of my documents, all of my spreadsheets, all of my pictures, all of, uh, so much of my business now is in this cloud thing that you've been talking about that Google has out there that they call Drive. I calmly... Um, uh, plugged in this new Lenovo laptop. It's a refurb. I plugged it in. It has a brand new certificate of authenticity. I got Windows installed. And the first thing I did was downloaded Chrome, opened my Gmail account, and instantaneously there was all of my documents, all of my spreadsheets, all of my pictures. This is one of the things I'm going to ask you to talk about this week at our Landlord Survival Training. Is this appropriate for small business people? Not only is it appropriate, it is such an important thing to do. More than 60% of small businesses that lose data never reopen. Data yeah. is incredibly important. It is the lifeblood of your business. Imagine if you lost all of your invoices, all of your customer I, contact I data, can't. all of your contracts. Yeah. There's no way you'd be able to resume operations. No. It is critically no. important that you back up that data. And, John, you are an incredibly wise man on lots of reasons. But for backing up that data in the cloud is an incredibly important thing for any small business owner to do. Well, the one, and I'm just going to bring this home to all my real estate friends. Um, as, as Tyler, as I think you and I have talked about, the Georgia Real Estate Commission requires that we retain a copy, not an original, but a copy of every contract that our firm participates in for a period of three years after the consummation of that agreement. And there are no excuses. You can't say your dog ate your computer. You can't say we had a fire or a flood. And if and my understanding is we now have, at least in my small little office, we've copied the last three years of contracts up there, and heaven forbid there be a fire or a flood or, or something might happen. We've got that data now. And it is incredibly important, and it is an incredible insurance policy, because computers can be replaced. Like you said, you can find a great deal on a Windows machine. You can find a $500 machine that's going to serve you great for years. What yeah. can't be easily replaced is that data. Computers can be replaced easily. The data can't. You've got to make sure it's safeguarded. All right. Mike Roy, Chancellor of the Exchequer and uh, Chancellor of the University, what is our time frame looking like? Do we need to take a break, or one, can we just keep? We need one more. All right, one quick break. Tyler, can you stay with us? Be delighted to. Good. If Before we go to our break, if somebody wanted to reach you and maybe talk about their small business or even a large business for that matter and how Internet technology can make it more profitable, run smoother, and be safer, where could they reach you, Tyler? John, your, your uh, listeners can call us at 678-719-9671. That number gets answered 24 hours a day, or they can find us online at carmichaelconsulting.net. 
Fantastic. During this break, folks, please go to money99.com. Take a look at our seminar. Come out Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday and meet with me and Tyler, and we'll talk about landlording. I'm John Adams. We'll be right back. One of the all-time great British invasion songs, Eric Burden and the Animals. And we are back. It's the last segment of one of our best shows in some time. Tyler Jones joins me as a special guest expert. And this week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, both during the day and Tuesday night in the evening, um, he'll be joining me and Margie as we present Landlord Survival Training. And this presentation will have a new emphasis on Internet technology. Tyler, I've been licensed. I, I think I got my license. I'm dating myself here. 1978. And the changes that I have seen in residential real estate sales are nothing but staggering. I'm nothing short of staggering. We, we've come sort of from, from like the dark ages where we printed every other week two gigantic books that were out of date and obsolete the minute we got them to now the second somebody lists on a multiple listing service, it's available everywhere in the country. Has, has Internet technology had this same level of impact on other businesses, or is it just magnified in real estate? You know, it's amazing. It's touched essentially every industry that's out there, and we deal with a broad range of customers in a lot of industries. Obviously, real estate's a big one, but legal, medical, and then everything out to art galleries, landscape architecture, you name it, every industry has been touched so dramatically by this, and not only in the way they conduct businesses, but by regulatory stuff as well. You alluded before the last break to the requirement to save every contract yeah. uh, for three years. That's actually not that heavy compared to some other industries, and the amount of data that you have to ensure that you have access to. And it's incredibly, it's incredibly significant how much it has changed virtually every industry out there. All right. Tyler Jones, CarmichaelConsulting.net. That phone number once again? 678-719-9671. Thanks, Tyler. That's a 30 Mark IV, the John Adams Radio Show. And on behalf of Mike Roy and Tyler Jones, I am John Adams reminding you, your financial future is not a matter of chance, it's a matter of choice. Folks, make your choice a good one. So long, everybody!